the Girl Scope Magazine podcast, album of the year extravaganza continues, welcoming in my dude, Hans Lopez, Ghost Cult Magazine writer, WUML broadcaster and radio show host of The Stress Factor and a bunch of other things. How are you doing, my man? Not too bad, you know. I've quit coffee, so I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still booting up because I, I like to sleep in on Sundays. Oh, there you go. I can't function without coffee. I don't drink as much as I used to, but uh, I had quite a good cup of Dunkies. Uh, owing back to my time in Massachusetts when Dunks wasn't everywhere all over the country. And uh, it was it felt like a special thing. You could get a Dunkin' Donuts coffee in New England and not anywhere else, mostly except airports. So I'm still a slave to the bean. And um, yeah, man, um, I haven't seen you in a couple of years. I haven't talked to you in a minute, obviously, other than online smashing job this year on the reviews thank you so much for all your contributions to ghost cult anybody who's read reviews on the site has possibly read some of yours always good with the hot takes on twitter and uh dj bad ombre and uh one of my favorite twitter handles of all time and uh yeah man it's it's been a year 2020 it's been you know especially since the pandemic it feels like 10 years on top of one but at least we have music yeah, that's one of the th- few things keeping me sane. Because other than that, I, I've been keeping progress of the year because time isn't real anymore. It's just because the weather changes. I'm like, oh, it's cold now. So therefore, I'm assuming it's the fall. Exactly. Uh, it's like we're all in a casino with no clocks and no windows. It's weird. But yeah, man, I, I super appreciate you. You've been fantastic. Uh, continue to kill it as always. I look forward to more of the same next year. But let's chunk down this list. We are going to run down numbers 30 to 21 on our list. And uh, I'm pretty stoked. And uh, it's an interesting, I think I said right before we started recording, some of these are personally, some of these albums I had much higher. Some of them I had much lower. I can't account for the whole staff. I only have one vote, mine. I'm sure you have your thoughts. I saw your list as well. And uh, yeah, well, I figured, you know, not only that you are, you know, such a strong reviewer, but having the radio show, you got exposure to most of these albums and saw and bands, maybe not all of them, but most of them. So uh, we'll run down the list. I'll tick them off and then we'll rap about each one. Uh, number 30, not a complete surprise, kind of a critic's darling of a band, Midnight. And uh, their album, Rebirth by Blasphemy, is number 30. Uh, strong record, great band live. I always felt like their records are not quite as good as seeing them live. I think there's just something extra awesome about them as a live band, but a very strong album. Uh, I actually maybe half expected it to be a little higher than it is at 30. These numbers are arbitrary and don't need anything. These bands are great, by the way. Uh, you know, every band in their own right, I, you know, I'm sure there's going to be some stan or fan of theirs. I was like, you are false. That band is awesome. And, you know, they are awesome. The number 30 is just, a, you know, this is voted on by the staff of Ghost Cults, like 50 people all around the world. I think it was uh, 221 albums were considered by everybody, if you count everybody's complete ballots and so midnight number 30 any thoughts on this album yeah that's what i mean i'm not surprised it's on the list i would although i would have expected it to be maybe a a little i guess higher a little closer to to the top just i'm because it's it's something we've i've noticed in the last couple years is like there's a lot of kind of this return to more retro sound and they have like a cool iron maiden merciful fate thing going on I mean, this is something we'll also see with Necrot, which we'll get to in a minute. 
but it's yeah like it i can't I, I dig that retro style i had a chance to review the record way early this year yeah but then again time isn't real so what do, what do i what do i know right nothing matters i I, w- I will say that um and you'll hear this again in some of these other pods those who are graciously listening to the multiple pods in this series of album of the year rundowns i did i was concerned just personally between myself and uh, returning senior editor steve toby who handled this countdown that um albums that came out before there was like sort of before the pandemic and after and in general as reviewers a lot of times later in the year albums one they tend to drop later in the year the key albums and two some things get overlooked when they come out too early so midnight was right around the middle for me i think and uh i'm glad that it still had a you know it kind of resonated with the staff had some votes placed, you know, like it's, it's, it's good that it's on here. They're a good band. Uh, I, I hope those guys are okay. Like they toured like 300 days last year. So like when they weren't recording, so I can't imagine what this year is like for them. Horrible. <laughs> this yeah. Whole thing. yeah. Here's the hoping for a vaccine soon, just cause I need, I need my shows back. I need to, I need to go back to concerts. Yeah. Yeah, man, I'm dying. Uh, I've managed to pivot with all this technology to do a lot of interviews on Skype and Zoom here, but uh, with you, but yeah, it's not the same. Moving right along and hopefully cheering us up, number 29, Imperial Triumphant Alphaville on Century Media Records. I'm a huge Imperial Triumphant fan. Their last record, Via Luxury, was incredible. Critics Darling, top 10. They had a good showing in that list that year. I expected uh, this is in my top 20 for sure. So um, not everybody's cup of tea as a band. Uh, Drummer Kenny Grohowski is a friend to Ghost Cult and a friend of ours. And uh, we've covered his multitude of projects. And this is one of them. And uh, just a fantastic, fantastic record by these guys. It definitely belongs on the list for sure. Yeah, I mean, with that name, just Imperial Triumphant, it's just, it's one of those bands that you, you notice they're putting out an album that year, and you're like, yeah, it's going to make the list. It's almost like if Carcass puts out something, it's like, yeah, I know it's going to be on the list. Indeed. I don't know if the Carcass EP, it might have skipped by people. Um, I'm not, I, we reviewed it, and it was strong. I, I That first, that one song, that Beer Road song is amazing. And if that's sort of the direction those guys are going in, I'm excited. But yeah, Imperial Triumphant, incredible talents really doing they're certainly like in the new york scene or whatever's left of it i don't know with no shows but locally they are literally the band right now that everybody is like fawning over and rightly so and uh yeah it couldn't have couldn't have happened to nicer guys they got a cool mystique thing going on with their masks and robes and their culty thing and a cult thing and more album covers and theme artwork from Fritz Lang's Metropolis, please and thank you. Uh, yeah, great band. Not a total surprise at number 28, Unleash the Archer's Abyss, which is the follow-up to their prior record, Apex, which was a co- sort of double concept album, three years apart. We interviewed Britney Slays, fantastic person, fantastic singer, great sort of progressive power metal band, heavy metal band, uh, kind of stretching out a little bit. I know some... People were thrown by this album that it's a little bit different than Apex, but, you know, nobody wants to repeat themselves. And uh, just super cool that they made the list at all. And I was really pleased to see them in the top 30. 
yeah, actually the same the same sentiment for me. I mean, because it was a solid record, and and I was looking forward to the follow up because we played a lot of stuff off of Apex on the radio show. But it's just it's nice to see that people are paying attention to this band because they've been super consistent. It's one of the because I'm not really a big power metal guy, so I'm not the biggest authority on. I can't really speak on it, but that's one of those few bands that I, I can always go to, especially if I'm programming the show. I'm like, all right, I need something melodic, but I also need some speed, so I can I can always pull from them. I know it would never happen, but in a just and fine world, when touring resumes and Iron Maiden comes back with that Legacy of the Beast tour, I would love to see Unleash the Archers get to open for Maiden. That would be just um, like Maiden fans would love them. It would be they would be a great support act for the band and it would help their career. You know, there's no uh, millionaires in power metal except maybe Sabaton. I'm trying to think, but yeah, maybe Dragon right. Force and Dragon Force. Yeah, Dragon but Force, they cut some nice checks years ago. When they were they were on oh. Roadrunner and they were getting the Guitar Hero money, Guitar Hero money, and now gaming and Twitch. So maybe their individual revenue is going up and up. And That's right. Herman Lee is big on Twitch. He is so big on. Actually, they banned him at one point, but I think he's back. I don't understand. Anyway, social media stuff. I do and I don't. Twenty seven, a little bit of a surprise. I am known as the thrash metal guy uh, at Ghost Cult beside Gary and. Uh, Testament at number 27, Titans of Creation, maybe a little lower than I expected this to be. It was not in my top 10, but certainly would have been in my top 30 for sure when my you know my list is done. But a little surprised that they had a stronger showing last time with uh, Dark Roots of the Earth and Brotherhood of the Snake, the last two records. So this is a little low for them, and I wonder why, but I liked the record a great deal when it came out. Yeah, I mean, with them, they've been they've been much like Anthrax. They've been quietly putting together a really strong late career kind of resume. This one, it's a little more mid tempo than I was expecting, but still, there are some bangers on there. Definite bangers and some of my favorite vocals by Chuck Billy ever. He really tried to vary up his style, and I was really you know like at this rate, thirty something years into their career, and basically. Less than 15 since they came back from that hiatus when he was ill. This has been, yeah, really strong. Bunch of great records in a row. Um, a yeah, terrific record. I can't say enough good things out on Nuclear Blast. So, you know, great label. Can't say enough good things about Testament and this album. And maybe a little overlooked by our team. Again, I had said this in a previous uh, segment of this rundown that maybe our staff makeup is changing a little. And we don't have as many sort of mainstream taste making folks and we don't have as many fans of doom or thrash anymore and so it's interesting to see although those bands are always represented maybe the numbers don't hold up to past years i think that's just you know relative to our year this year but anyway testament 27 number 26 a little bit of a surprise for me that it's this low and this is necrot the death metal band from oakland and their album mortal out on Tank Crimes Records, which I personally love that label and love this band and love this album. And this is a top 10 album for me in 2020. And a little surprised to see it at 26. Um, got a couple of first plate, you know, a couple of high votes. And then I guess not much recognition, not as much recognition from the rest of the staff. Yeah, surprisingly for me, because that was, I believe that's in my top five. I'm on top three on my list. That one, I, I love that record. That's probably, the, for my money, that's probably the best death metal album I've heard this year. And they're just kind of doing a, something like Tumult and Horrendous also kind of do. It's, it's it's an homage to kind of like the Morris Sound days. 
like you know, you know a lot of those classic Roadrunner or Combat Records bands. It, it sounds like that, but it never just feels like it's a pale imitation. It's they're kind of revitalizing that sound. Indeed, I also you know Skeletal Remains is another band in that vein, and uh, just there's like an incredible death metal scene. There always was, but there's an incredible sort of young death and black metal scene in Oakland right now. Sort of these crusty, old school loving younger bands. And got a shout out Necrot for doing the Metal versus Racism series on Instagram. Obviously, we're not going to end racism with a bunch of bands saying fuck racism, but it's just great to put that energy out in the world and fuck assholes, racists and Nazis at all times. Punch your local Nazis if you can. Uh, I appreciate Necrot for putting that energy out in the world and for Tank Crimes putting out Mortal. Yeah, agreed. And just, and that's a that's a band that's just, yeah, you just need, for me, it's like that, you can't lose on that band. So it's just like, I look, I look forward to any future releases. Indeed, indeed. And they worked for a long time on that last record. I think uh, in my interview with Luca and Chad, they said they were already writing their stuff for the next release a little bit, because what else is there to do except be creative? And they were hoping to not take three or four years between releases for the next one. So that's encouraging. Yeah. Um, And then for the complete, as we get to 25, the complete surprise of the entire list for me, because it's a band that, although I know of them, it wasn't really on my radar. At number 25, we have the L.A. punk rock band Spanish Love Songs and their album Brave Faces Everyone, which, you know, to be fair, I wasn't anticipating this at all. There are other sort of hardcore and punk rock bands. They're not a traditional hardcore and punk band. They're sort of a alternative rock and punk band. Um, and just really interesting. I, I had to acquaint myself with this record. They were not on my radar much at all. I know of them, but uh, yeah, a pleasant surprise, but a surprise. Yeah, it's like, I'm, I'm, actually, I'm actually a little disappointed in myself that this kind of slipped under my radar. And just because like I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good at getting at least a glimpse of every kind of punk or hardcore album that comes out. But no, but this one now caught me surprised. I mean, the name of the band alone and just kind of the way you described it, I'm like, yeah, this is, this, I can, I, I'm definitely going to check this out. I was wondering if it was an homage to uh, Mr. Bungle or some Mike Patton thing, because it just seems like something very off-putting on purpose to have a, ba- a band name that's just weird and out of the box. And I thought of, you know, Ipecac Records and their kind of bands. But uh, yeah, we'll be looking out for more. This record was a surprise to me to be here. Now I listen to it a lot more and I dig it. And uh, we'll, I love the lyrics, very 2020 lyrics about ins- uncertainty and anxiety, which we all relate to so well now. It's interesting stuff. Uh, moving to the nitty gritty of, of this segment of the list. Uh, another album I thought would be higher based on hype and the quality of the record. It's just a great record, which is Vile Creature and their epic record. And um, Glory, Glory, Apathy Took Hold. And uh, this is a two-piece sort of epic doom band, an avant-garde type of band. They're a road burn band, so you know we care we care about these guys a lot. They had a collaborative split single with Bismuth this year that is another incredible slow doomy band. Um, interestingly, they don't listen to any other music that sounds like the music they make. This is just the music that comes out of them. And they don't, you talk to them, I've interviewed them. 
they will not rattle off a list of influences that sounds like anything they make, you know, and uh, which is fascinating and interesting and uh, just a great band, just a great album and a great band. Yeah, with them, I think it was earlier this year, uh, I think it might have been Decibel Magazine, I, I saw a snippet of the review and I'm just like, and I said, I noticed the album art and I'm like, all right, I'm going to definitely check this out. And yeah, this one, it just, it just barely made it, I didn't make my list. But it's just, it's, I remember, I remember playing them on the radio. I'm like, this is good. And also the, the mark of like the, I know like this, the, the band has an, is, a, is an interesting sound is I'll play the song on the radio and I'll get a text message or a call and somebody like, what was that? What did you just play? And so I'm right. like, all right, we're on to something here. They are jarring. They are great live. I know again, it's a pity to talk about live things. I got to see them live. They were marvelous live. They're so heavy and so interesting. And sometimes they switch instruments, and uh, which is also fascinating. And yeah, I just look forward to more stuff from them. Uh, I hope we get the touring back and they get to get out on the road and support this record. Uh, they also launched some DIY ventures this year. You can look them up on their website and check them out. Bearing down on the final three for this countdown, uh, a little again, a little bit of a surprise. Their last record was much higher on our list than it is this time, similar to Testament. Sepultura at 23 with Quadra, also a nuclear blast. And uh, they have been just crushing it. I, I think Sepultura, you mentioned about late career renaissances or late career consistency. They certainly have it. I'm not rooting for them to end anytime soon, but their last batch of albums have just absolutely slayed me since Eloy Casagrande has come into the band. The kid is a wonder on the drums, but in general, a lot of great diversity, a lot of great songwriting, a lot of great singing, great topics. And uh, yeah, just shout out to the Sepultura fam and this album. Yeah, agreed. And just for me, because I'm on a I'm one of those Max Cavalera guys. Like that's my era of the band. So it's like for when I was a younger, when I was a younger man, I was just like, I would like, no, can't, I can't listen to the Derek albums. No, won't do it. And then, but it's like the last kind of three or four albums. I'm like, yeah, to deny these is to be an idiot. It's like, it's like they're doing the, they're kind of, they're kind of doing what Machine Head was doing there for about 10 years where all of a sudden they had like some of their best stuff late in their career. And it's like, where are they, where are they getting these riffs? Somehow Andreas Kisser just he's he's still got riffs. I don't know. It's like this guy's a where's he getting the stuff from? He is a riff machine, that guy. And uh yeah, again, some of my favorite stuff they've ever done. They're killing it. Please pay attention to their Sepulquatra live stream series every week. They just did one with Matt Heafy where they played one of my favorite Max era songs, KSAD. It's kind of like with Sepultura, it's like being the child of divorced family. Two Christmases. Um, I'm one of the few people we've interviewed Derek, we've interviewed Max. Neither had a bad thing to say about the other. Rarely. I know that's not the case in the press lately, but I just think that's our interview style at Ghost Cult. We're not confrontational and I'm not looking for clickbait headlines. Uh, I support both bands heavily. I interviewed Max last fall. We've interviewed Sepultura before. Always a big friend. They, they support Ghost Cult. They always retweet our stuff whenever we share their news, uh, which I'm grateful for. Kisser seems to know us and like us. So good stuff there on the Sepultura stuff. And um, yeah, they continue to churn out quality, man. You can't, these veteran bands, they are represented in this entire, especially this top 75 that's going to be very public facing. There's a lot of great veteran bands here to talk about. So awesomeness. Then for probably one of my favorite picks of the entire list is Run the Jewels with our Run the Jewels for. Awesome that they're on here. Awesome that our, mm -hmm. our staff 
you know, we don't strictly say only metal. We don't only cover metal or death metal or doom metal or thrash metal. We do cover a lot of different things. And it's cool that that showed up. And I love that record. I'm not a rap connoisseur or a hip hop connoisseur, but I did listen to that entire record a few times all the way through. I love those guys. I think it was a very necessary album. That and like Fever 333's recent EP were like, we didn't get a Rage Against the Machine album despite that reunion, but we got those two records and I'll take yeah. it, you know? Yeah, well, I was actually super surprised when when I got the little snippet of the of the of the bands we were going to talk about. I was like, oh wait, I didn't know we could nominate hip hop acts for for the for the for the Ghost Cult Top Forty, and but no, I mean because Run the Jewels, it's like there's no there's no weak there's no there's no weaknesses with them. I mean, I, I think I may prefer Run the Jewels three. I don't know, you know, that may, I don't know if that's a hot take or not, but like with this new one, it's just like no, it's just them doing what they always do they've, they've, they've got some of the best lyrics in, in hip-hop and also for me something that i feel goes like people don't appreciate as much as like a good beat in hip-hop like if you don't have good beats chances are you gonna my attention you're gonna lose my attention it's, it's like my favorite hip-hop album or one of my favorites rather is is paul's boutique by the beastie boys and that's like that's all about the beats so it's, it's just it's smashing a bunch of songs and making new new ones out of the pieces so it's like if you don't, again, if you don't have that kind of something that I can listen to as an instrumental, then chances are I'm not. I'm giving you fifty percent of my attention. Right on, right on. I will also say that my favorite, probably in addition to this record, my other favorite hip hop release of 2020 was Gorilla Ghost. Guys, look that Milwaukee band up. They are on. Uh, Third Eye Industries, they do some remixes and stuff with industrial bands like uh, Justin Broderick of Godflesh, but they're definitely a, you know, a hip-hop act, and they have a song with Cool Keith on their new record, and very similar to Run the Jewels, very political, very topical, very timely, great talent. Uh, but yeah, great job by our staff getting that Run the Jewels on there. I, don't, I have a feeling no other metal website except maybe Pitchfork or Consequence, and Pitchfork's not a metal website, but their metal list will probably have run the jewels or their list will have run the jewels and maybe consequences sound because they're so big will have run the jewels on their list but i'm proud to say i doubt all the other major metal websites will have run the jewels that we do so that's awesome and then finally a little bit of a surprise but awesome surprise palm reader with sleepless at 21 it's a very underrated band um killer band late late release so that means you know our staff got you know it came out just at the beginning of november and usually albums that come out right at the finish line don't get that they just don't get heard enough to get voted on because you've heard so much music as a writer and a reviewer but i'm super pumped for them great band great up-and-coming band that should be a lot more famous than they are yeah i think that because of the late year release although because yeah, it was what early November. It's just that's why it slipped under the cracks a little bit for me. Because I've I've played them before on the show. So and so like up until like a couple or maybe I think I'd already submitted my list by the time I I, I realized that they had the new album out. So that's why like I mean this one I'm definitely be giving it some spins, but yeah, unfortunately just it was just a little too close to to, to the end there and it and just again it slipped. 
Right, except for the records that I knew were getting postponed to late in the year, like Souls to Fear and, uh, you know, I considered Hatebreed, which is far back on the list that we didn't talk about. But yeah, Paul, it just came out too late for me to get enough listens to it. I love this band. I definitely would, you know, you my personal list will come out eventually. They will be on it. They're not in my 20, but they would definitely rate an honorable mention. And uh, sick band, I'm expecting a lot more from in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Any uh, final thoughts, Hans? Any any bands you want to shout out? I know we didn't really get to the top top of the list with you. Uh, I want to. I will. You know, I, I loved your list, uh, having just objectively seen your list after I submitted my own, and I'm not in, trying not to be influenced by anybody else's. But I did love that you had like some very unique stuff on your list. So, any uh, quick hot takes you want to give on some bands and albums you love this year? I mean, I would love to see, because I, I have no idea what the rest of the list looks like. I would love to see if Vacant Eyes made it. They're this kind of funeral doom band. I think it's a one-man project based out of Massachusetts. Uh, their their album this year, I I remember when I when I got the when I got the download, I'm just like, I'm just like, no, oh, this is like about an hour and a half. All right, we'll see. Let's see if it let's see if it, it if it you know if it catches with me. And just after the first song, I'm just like, yeah, this is uh this is top ten stuff. Killer band. I know that band well. I know Alex Smith, who plays with that band. They were a, sort of a one-man project. I think they're evolving into a full band for their next record. Um, and I did see some votes for them. Probably you, myself, and I'm going to guess Tim Ledden from also from Massachusetts, were the New England contingent or New England loving new contingent of people who are aware of that band. Uh, I believe they're from New Hampshire or Northeastern Mass. And uh, Killer Band definitely under the radar. And uh, yeah, the, uh, the new you know the New England scene of which I was once a part of continues to thrive and have a lot of awesomeness. Um, Oh, who's the guys who've assigned to Century Media? Wilderun, right? Are going to yes, be yeah. hum- that record next year is already in my most anticipated list of mo- like among that list. We should probably do a poll for the staff and see what everybody else thinks. But that's on mine and uh, one of mine. And uh, yeah, just a, a killer time. Aviations has a new EP out. That's a band we haven't heard a lot from. Some of those guys are out in California now, but still consider themselves a New England roots band, uh, sort of genty progressive metal very cool stuff very interesting stuff uh so yeah good good times man good times well thank you so much for all your work this year i look forward to more of it next year and doing these again and uh, yeah man just keep up the good work please stay safe and be safe out there you and your family and uh more to come on this glorious ghost cult magazine album of the year countdown Right. I look forward to the rest of the list and thank you to, you know, for, for, uh, for asking me to join the staff years ago. It's a, it's a great platform. I love, I love the job and uh, yeah, I look forward to more reviews and maybe some interviews and who knows what's down the road. Yeah, brother. I'm looking forward to that too. We'll get you. We'll talk soon. All right. Be safe. Thanks for checking out today's podcast. Follow, like, and subscribe wherever you hear these podcasts. Also check out Ghost Cult Magazine on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And finally check us out at ghostcultmag.com. We're out. Peace.